are again. This is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. Listen, today's a beautiful day. Today's the first day of autumn, of fall, and I'm happy about that. That means that temperatures are going to start dropping. In fact, as I look at my calendar for the temperature for the remainder of the week, we are dropping down. In fact, the nights are going to be down in the 50s. That is good news because I like that. But today, it's supposed to be up to 94. (laughs) So, as I've said so many times on my podcast, I don't understand why I don't come down with the flu with this weather change all the time. Hot, cold, hot, cold. That's okay. I'm a healthy human being so far. Listen, throughout the whole couple of weeks now, I have been talking about leadership and ethics. Leadership and ethics. And we've gone through what leadership is really all about. One of the concerns that I have is our education system. And the education system that I see not only in the United States, but also up in the northern Canadian country. Do we really count Canada as a country? I don't know. Well, maybe we do. But anyway, up there and down here, we have allowed in our education system wokeness to take over control of the educational process. That is not leadership. Leadership means that you are focused on what is needed in the schools, not about the social issues, not about the political issues. That stops at the door of the school. That's how it should be. Once you allow political wokeness into any type of entity, it starts a process of conflict and disputes. So if you allow this to come into your schools, you are going to have a big-time problem. A good example is up in, in, in Canada. There is a trans person who has decided to become a woman, and she has these huge bosoms that are, you could probably put four watermelons inside these bosoms. And at the end of the bosoms are these huge nipples. And she wears t-shirts and tight-fitting stuff to show this off. Now, the Canadian government says, oh, we're not going to, we're not, we are going to protect this individual. That's her right. That's her expression. That's her life. Unfortunately, where she's at, she's in front of children in a woodworking class. Now, what do you think that message sends to that child are they focused on the school or are they focused on something else or to something else's the problem is that the ethics of that teacher is not there to make herself into this art project just doesn't cut it The most important thing is that our educational system at the moment is going downwards, not upwards. Anytime that you allow wokeness or or, uh, social issues to engulf your schools, you create conflict. And now the teachers and the students are in conflict. The parents are conflicted about this. And this... takes away from the educational process and places it out places it out into a political issue a social issue and that should not be in schools because now the educational process is corrupted it takes away from the learning process now that school 
in the teachers, in the families, in the parents, in the children, or in the news. That's the biggest conflict that you could ever have. So the most important lesson that we see out of this is that when you take on social issues and make it a political issue and the government protects that political issue, you create conflict and disputes. I think it's time that we in business, we in, in education, we in podcasts, we, whatever we're doing, we have got to be able to talk about what we are supposed to talk about and not about what is a social political issue. And then we have a debate and then we have a conflict and then people get hurt. We've seen it so much in Coca-Cola who took on the uh, voting thing and hurt Coca-Cola a lot because it became a conflict. They were promoting basically a fib and it got caught up to them and they could not answer the question anymore because they had become politically woke within their company. You look at Disney, you look at Delta, you look at all these companies who have taken a social political issue and made it a policy within the company and it became conflict. Conflict wastes a lot of money. When people could be doing their work, they are conflicted and they don't know which direction they should turn. Can they speak their mind or do they have to remain silent? Can they say something that they feel strongly about or are they going to get fired for it? Or prosecuted for it? Or put down and shunned? We have this tendency at the moment where if people do not believe in you and what you are saying and they disagree with you, they begin to try to destroy you. You see, when we mix politics within businesses, within churches, I just had a church in Southern California. The issue was that they had never, ever, never, ever taking a position on homosexuality or Black Lives Matter. When you came to that church, you were accepted as is. No questions asked. But then what happened is that the new pastor that came in and some of his congregation decided to say, we have got to support Black Lives Matter. We have got to support the gay community. That created conflict within the congregation. They had already accepted these people. They were coming to the churches. They were involved in the church. But then it had to become a political issue. And once political issues become a policy within any organization, especially in the church, then it creates conflict. Politics needs to remain outside the church. Whatever you want to believe outside the church. But when you enter the church, then it is God's law, not man's law. God's law. It is their belief. It is their teachings. But once you bring that politics into the building, it gets corrupted. God's word becomes corrupted. And that's exactly what evil wants. Evil wants things to be corrupted. Evil wants you and I to be divided. 
Evil wants you and I to argue and call each other names. Shun each other. Put each other down. That's what evil wants. Politics is evil. Politics is an evil entity and it has always been evil. You see, politics has become more than just you and I going to the voting booth and voting. Politics has now engulfed many lives. Where they are so focused on hate, you see politics is evil and evil promotes hate. And we have allowed this hateful attitude, this hateful thought process. You, If you don't agree with me, I hate you. And you are a Nazi. You are a fascist. You are whatever. And they have all kinds of names. The most overused name is racist. And in fact, in this church, when people stood up and said, I don't agree with this becoming a policy of the church, those same leaders of the church, that minister and the elders, turned to that individual and said, you are a racist. This is how evil this whole thing has become. Once we have allowed politics to come enter into our churches and enter into our schools and enter into our businesses, enter into our personal lives where we are now hateful people, That's exactly what evil wants of us. They don't want us to be working together. They don't want us to be solving problems together. They don't want us debating. They don't want us to have this freedom of speech. They are even afraid that if you say anything that you are going to get scorned. Evil is politics. And when you allow politics to take control of your entities, of your life, of your business, of your church, you've become fools. Because now you have allowed evil to disrupt your life. And so we see this in schools. We see this in Canada. We see this in the United States where politicians were being questioned by parents. Why are you doing this? And then those same political educators turned against the parents and called them all kinds of names. They even called in the FBI, the Department of Justice, to attack these parents who were questioning the quality in the process of education in their schools. So you see, we have become a corrupted nation. We have become corrupt in the way that we're thinking that everybody who doesn't agree with me is evil. Now I hear a lot from all of you guys out there on how you feel. And let me tell you, even though I'm a conservative podcaster, and business person. I still respect what you say, and I want to hear what you say, because that gives me a better understanding of how people are thinking out there. I'm not going to call you names. I'm not going to call you all these disgusting new words that people are putting out there to describe people they hate. Hate has got to stop. 
politics for you to allow politics to corrupt your churches your schools your businesses that is so foolish because now people are not going to do their job 100% because they're not quite sure who is their friend and who is their foe within these companies and churches and schools we're no longer working together as a mediator I have to get people to work together even though people hate each other sitting across the table, I've got to bring them together and get them to start communicating and begin working together to resolve a problem. But once we allow politics into our system, into our lives, into our, our whole existence, we corrupt ourselves and we spread hate. And we've got to get away from that. We've got to stay away from these politicians who are becoming so hateful against us, the people. We, the people. Business, I love business. And I have been in business for so many years. And I've never seen it so bad as I see it now because politics has seeped into our business lives. And we've got to stop that. Same thing in our schools, in our churches. When you enter into a church, that's God's time. That is not the politician's time. That is not the hate time. That is not the time where you become disgustingly politically. This is the time that you kneel and you pray to God and you say, help me to forgive, help me to love, help me to be a better person. Listen. If you would like to have more access to me, if you would like to have a 30-minute consultation, I provide them for free. You can go to www.lodge-co.com. Again, that's www.lodge-co.com. So on this first day of spring, everybody go out there and enjoy it because it's going to be a cold winter. Have you read the almanac? It says it's going to be a chilly winter. I like it. Talk with you soon. This is Mike Lodge, The Business Advisor. (laughs) 